Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of With Love Lacey. I'm your host, Lacey Abercrombie, and um, I know we've kind of been away for a while. It's been it's been a minute, and here's what happened. I'm just going to be honest about the situation. I <laughs> purchased podcast equipment, and um, I didn't pay a ton of money for it, if you will, um, aka I paid, um, it was really cheap. <laughs> And when I went to go record another episode, um, I could hear the frequencies in my ears because I wear headphones while I record so I can hear like, you know, how the sound is is sounding and stuff like that. And um, (laughs) I could hear something faintly in the background and I was like, what is that? And so I turned it up like as loud as I could in my ears. It was Spanish music. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) I mean, I can, I can get jiggy with it. I can vibe, but I was like, I'm so confused. I couldn't, and I literally tried everything to fix it and I could not get the music to go away. And I was like, okay, if you guys want to be on my podcast, just say that, like, just ask if you want me to like play you over an ad, like just say that if you want to be a guest on my podcast, just say that. (laughs) But anyways, that is why I have not recorded anything literally since my first episode. Um, my equipment totally just like crapped on me after that. And now that I'm recording this video, I'm doing this on video and audio so that if you, you know, if you're like me, I like to listen to my podcasts, um, audio only. Some people want to play YouTube on their TV and like watch the podcast as well. And so, um, I don't want to be on your TV. That's not my dream. Um, but if I am, hello, you'll notice that I'm wearing my hair the exact same way that I wore at the first episode. I didn't even plan this and now I kind of want to take my hair out, but I'm not going to do it because it's too much work. Oh, well, anyways, uh, welcome back guys. Welcome back. And, um, welcome back to me as well, because it's been a minute. Um, I want to talk to you today about something that I love to talk about, which is singleness. Um, (laughs) the applause, not the applause. Those are all my fans. They're watching. Um, there, you just can't see them, but they're watching. Um, singleness is such a, an interesting subject. I think some people hate to talk about it. Some people love talking about it. Some people um, are happy that they're single. Some people are very sad that they're single. Um, I'm one of the people who's kind of on the in-between. I'm like in a strange, weird, um, I'm like, I love being single and I'm so thankful that I am, but I'm not going to lie to you and say that I never cried to Taylor Swift. That would be dishonest. That would be dishonest. And I, I really want to be honest on this podcast. Uh, I do cry to Taylor Swift sometimes, sometimes only if it's appropriate. Like today I listened to All Too Well and I was like, why am I doing this to myself, you know? Or the song I almost do. Like, why do we listen to those? <laughs> why do we listen to Last Kiss? Why do I do that? See, that's the thing. So I'm in the in-between because sometimes I cry to Taylor Swift, but other times I'm like, I literally cannot imagine not being single. I love being single so much. And not to the not to the point of like, I love being single because I love being alone. <laughs> like that's not really it as much as it is. Well, I mean, I guess it is it. I love my independence. Like I really appreciate that from a young age, my mom instilled in me a sense of independence and I'm grateful that I don't like need to be rescued. I think, um, a lot of us waste our singleness hoping for a relationship. So we're just like sitting in our singleness and we're wasting our time wishing that we had somebody with us. And I think that, 
that's a mistake. I do. I think it's a mistake because I think singleness is a gift. And I think that if you use your singleness correctly, that it can really be a gift to you and to everybody around you. And so I want to talk about being single because I am single. (laughs) Um, that was not a plug, but I mean, if you have a crush on me, like, yeah, definitely tell me that if you want to tell me, oh my gosh, like just like tell me if you want, if you do, but if you don't, that's okay too. Um, but being single is a gift and I know that a lot of my audience, the people who follow me on TikTok and who follow me on Instagram and who are probably listening to this right now are single women. Um, A lot of them are in their 20s. So that's my audience. Like my audience are 20 year old single women. So that's why I felt like I was like, okay, if I talk about my singleness, like these people who listen, who are likely to listen to this can relate to me and can understand and maybe hopefully gain something. I want to start by uh, this podcast by saying, please don't take every single thing that I say as absolute truth. I would hate, hate, hate to be um, the only source of your um, knowledge about Jesus, the Bible, God, faith, singleness, all of the things like, please not take every single thing I say as absolute truth. Um, obviously my hope and my prayer is that I would be prayerful and dwell in prayer before I ever say anything out loud, um, where mm, a lot of people can listen. I don't know how many people, but (laughs) a lot can listen. My hope and my prayer is that I would, um, be prayerful. And that's what I'm trying to do here is that I've, I definitely prayed before this podcast. I prayed before, um, this subject, but I don't want you to think that like, Oh, well, Lacey Abercrombie said it. So it's true. That is like, so not the goal. So not the truth. The only truth that we have is from the scriptures and from studying it ourselves and from studying, um, what the origins of the, of that, that time, who these people are talking to. Like when you dive into scripture, that's the truth. Um, everything else is kind of just like, this is just added on. So I don't want you to think that, um, everything I say is like amazingly absolute truth. Like a hundred percent. She's definitely right. Um, cause that's not true. I'm a big dummy sinner. Um, and I make a ton of mistakes and I just don't want you guys to like take everything I say and be like, Lacey, if Lacey said it, I believe it. Like go look for yourself. And I also want to clarify that I don't mean nothing needs to be added to the God's word. God's word is perfect and it's whole. And it's, um, like first Timothy says that there, everything you need for life and godliness is found in this book. And so I don't need to add to, to it and nobody needs to add to it. This is just for fun. <laughs> and so anyways, um, with that being said, let's get right into it. I wonder if I can play some music. I meant to turn it off, but, oh, I meant to turn it off because I was getting like weird bedroom vibes from that. And I was like, wait, that wasn't the direction I wanted to go. But I also got brand new equipment and I spent a lot of money on it. And I was like, I haven't really played with it. So that was me trying to figure that out. And now I'm really sorry that I did that. And it was labeled funky. So I thought like, oh, funky fresh. But that was like funky bedroom weird. Anyways, I mean, I guess it fits. We're talking about singleness. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Thank you. It's, it's not about me. It's about him. (laughs) It's crazy that they all stopped clapping at the same time. It's like, they're not real anyway. Um, (laughs) so let's go straight to the scriptures. First Corinthians seven. We, we love our guy, Paul. He's like one of my favorite people. And, um, you know, Paul was a single man. He was a single man. I know. I know. It's true. I feel like if there were people in the audience right now, they'd be like, yeah, man, go Paul. Paul and Jesus were both single and they both, um, did incredible things, furthered the kingdom in amazing ways. And so um, let's talk about 1 Corinthians 7, 25. It says this, now about virgins, I have no command from the Lord, but I do give an opinion as one by the Lord 
by the Lord's mercy is faithful because of the present distress. I think that it is good for a man to remain as he is. (laughs) This is my favorite verse. Listen, it's verse 27. Are you bound to a wife? Do not seek to be released. Are you released from a wife? Do not seek a wife. Like Paul lays it out so clearly. He's like, okay, if you're in a relationship and you're, and you're married, you are like married to a person. Like don't try to get out of that. But if you're not married to a person, don't try to get into that. I love that Paul says that so plainly. He's like, however, if you do get married, you have not sinned, obviously. Um, so what I love is that Paul like lays out very clearly, like I could just read those verses and I'll be like, oh, okay. So I don't, I don't need to go seek a wife or seek a husband. And, um, the truth is, is that no, you, you don't need to, you could live the rest of your life as a single person and be completely, um, fine. But he goes on to say in verse 29, this is what I mean, brothers and sisters, the time is limited. So from now on, those who have wives should be as those who had none. Those who weep as they, though they did not weep, those who rejoice as though they do not rejoice, those who buy as though they didn't own anything, and those who use the world as though they did not make full use of it. For this world in its current form is passing away. I want you to be without concerns. The unmarried man is concerned about the things of the Lord, how he pleases the Lord. But the married man is concerned about the things of the world, how he pleases his wife and his interests are divided. So I want to stop there. Um, Obviously he goes on to say the same thing about the married woman um, and how like whenever we get married, our interests are divided and it's not a bad thing to be married obviously i am not saying that and i wouldn't know if it was a good thing to be married because i ain't never been married before but what i have learned from scripture is that a man and a woman can come together and it can be the most amazing thing because those two people that are getting married are doing something that they can only do married to further the kingdom i think that's amazing but i think there are people who are called to be single and i think that those people it'll be made clear to them that they can only do what they're doing single and um like a ministry that they're doing single and again these are my opinions so please look it up for yourself um but what i love about this is it's so plain here what paul is trying to tell us he's not saying that getting married is bad and single is good he's not married bad single good but what he's saying is that there are things that a married woman can do or cannot do that a single woman can and um i think that one of the most important things about this is that whenever you get married whenever you get into a relationship your interests are divided like there's just no way around it your interests are divided because you want to think about your partner and you also want to think about the lord and so you're like trying to think of okay how can i do what's best for both of those and when you get married it's even more so that uh, that's what i've heard at least i don't know because i've never been married so i can't speak on being married what i'm doing is just looking at the scriptures and uh, paul paul in verse 32 um no i already read that sorry in i can read i promise uh in verse 34 no, that's not it either. Inverse. Yeah, well, actually, yeah, the second half of verse 34. The unmarried woman is concerned about the things of the Lord, so that she may be holy both in body and spirit. But the married woman is concerned about the things of the world, how she may please her husband. I'm saying this for your own benefit, not to put a restraint on you, but to promote what is proper so that you may be devoted to the Lord without any distraction. And I think that's amazing because Paul, Paul's, Paul's whole MO in, he, in this is not like, I don't want you to ever get married. He's just trying to promote what's good about being single. And so for me, um, I look at this and I'm like, okay, so being single is a gift from God. 
And I know what you're thinking, Lacey. It doesn't feel very much like a gift. (laughs) And I would say to you, maybe you're not using it correctly because to me, singleness feels like a huge, huge, huge gift right now. And I'm not, not to say that I'm not open to having a husband, like chill, everybody chill. Okay. Uh, What I'm saying is that I, here's, here's an example. Every Friday morning, I have started a tradition with myself because I'm a single woman and every Friday morning I let myself sleep in a little bit. And usually it's only until like 9.30 because I'm not very good at sleeping, although I wish I was. I wake up around 9.30, 10 o'clock, and instead of making my coffee at home that morning, I'll go to Starbucks and treat myself to a coffee because I'm an independent woman and I don't need a man, I need a coffee. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I'll go get a coffee through the drive-thru and um, I'll go shopping. And sometimes I buy stuff, sometimes I don't. I usually go to H&M every Friday. So like, like clockwork, you can catch me there every Friday. H&M, Target, Old Navy, and I just browse and look around, or if I want to go to the mall, like out in Dallas, I'll go to the mall. Like this past Friday, I went to the mall out in Dallas, and I spent my whole day there. I literally did not have a single plan, and I did it by myself, and I am so grateful because I honestly prefer shopping by myself. I like being alone because I can feel like I can take as much time as I need to or be as rushed as I want um, and kind of go through whatever I'm, I'm wanting to, but I think that like my Fridays are such a gift to myself of like, Hey, you're alone, but you're not like lonely. You're not like sad and lonely. You're alone, but you're doing it well. And I think that it's really important to do the same thing in our lives with ministry or whatever we are called to do in, um, whatever God's asked us to do. Are we doing it well, even though we're alone? Because sometimes I think, um, there was a season in my life where all of my prayers were about a husband like every single prayer of mine somehow I'd be like, Lord, I just want to pray for my friend. She's sick and she needs healing. And speaking of healing, you know, it would really heal my heart. Lord, a husband, I hope that he is just Lord, make him tall, make him cute, make him dark hair. Lord, please make him know how to play guitar. Amen. Um, for a season, there was really a time where like all of my prayers were surrounded by whether or not I'd ever get married. And now that I'm 28 and not anywhere close to getting married, literally further than I've ever been from getting married. And I've been in relationships with before and talked about marriage with people before but this is the furthest I've ever been from it because I don't even have a single prospect like there's not even anybody on the horizon like the Lord has not put a single man in front of me and for that I'm grateful because right now the Lord has given me such a sweet understanding of what it means to be alone with him and what I what I mean by that is in the morning whenever I do my devotional there are times where I'll turn on worship music and I'll have that in the background and I'll be doing my reading or I'll watch a sermon or whatever that looks like um, but the sweetest times I have with the Lord are in the mornings when it's just me and my coffee and there's no noise it's completely silent and I just sit and I, and sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll ask the Lord for something or pray about something, but sometimes I'll just sit there in the stillness and be with God. And I realize these are the moments that I can't ever get back. And I'm not saying that when I get married, I'll never be alone with the Lord again. I, I know that I will be, but what I'm saying is in the mornings when I wake up I, and I, my alarm, <laughs> sometimes it's set for really early and sometimes it's not set at all. When I roll out of bed, I don't have to worry about waking somebody else up or Um, if they're doing their devotional at the same time as me or whatever it is, like, what if I need to pray about something that is bothering me that he's doing my future husband, wherever you at, I know you're going to get on my nerves. Just like I'm going to get on your nerves. Like this ain't no perfect marriage. This is not a holy, this is a holy matrimony for sure. But holy don't mean perfect. Okay, baby. Like I know I'm going to be getting on your nerves and you're going to be getting on mine. I'm going to have to ask the Lord to give me patience. You know what I mean? And so 
I'm grateful for the mornings and grateful for the time where it's just me and the Lord and we're by ourselves and I'm, I'm asking him for things that I don't need to share with anybody else because God is my provider. He's the only one who can provide the things that I'm asking for. No person can. And that kind of leads me to my next point is that like whenever you're single and you're alone, um, I think we can do this thing where we're like trying to fill <laughs> the void um, in our hearts that it's it's for the Lord. The void in our hearts, the loneliness we feel is because we are yearning for the Lord, but we try to fill it with other things like uh, boys um, or single men. If you're listening, girls, like we try to fill it with like affirmations. Like I know for sure I have posted a TikTok or two or an Instagram post or something like hoping that a boy would like it or comment or, you know, text me after he saw it. Like I know for sure I've done that and I'm not above doing that still. What I'm just saying is that I I know sometimes I do that and my intentions are not always like pure, (laughs) if you will. And so I just, I want to be clear about that. And, and our, like our hope and our security and our, um, everything that we need, Jesus has it for us. And until we can go to the Lord confidently and say, I know that you have everything I need. I know that like Psalm 23, the Lord's my shepherd. I shall not want. In other versions, it says the Lord's my shepherd. I have everything I need. Um, he really is the provider of everything that we need, the security that we so long for and search for and desire, um, the affirmation that we so long for and search for and desire. Um, all of those things are found in Jesus. And until they're found in Jesus, you will not be able to um, be satisfied. <laughs> I mean, literally ever, uh, even in your marriage. I know married people who are listening who have some, for some reason stuck around. I appreciate it. Um, even married people will tell you that their husbands or their wives don't fully satisfy them, obviously, because our hearts were made for God. They were made for Jesus. And so um, anyways, I just wanted to encourage you, those of you listening who are single and you found yourself in this place of singleness and you're like, how do I find more joy in my singleness? How, and people, a common question I get asked whenever I do the question, um, question thing on Instagram is how are you so content in your singleness? And I'm like, how do, I mean, I guess I present myself as very content in my singleness, which I'm grateful that I am seen that way. But if you ask my closest friends, <laughs> they'll tell you that I cry to Taylor Swift or, um, or I'll, I'll, you know, I'll bring up past relationships sometimes and just wonder why wasn't I good enough for that person? Or, um, maybe if I did this differently, we would still be together and things like that. But the truth of, um, it is, is that whatever the Lord has for me is better. It's better than I could have ever dreamed, could ever imagine. I don't know who he is. I don't know if he even exists. I don't know if the Lord wants me to be married, but I know that whatever he has for me is going to be better than what's um, come and gone. And I know that for for me, like that doesn't mean that I can just wait around. Um, and by that, I mean like some people are like, I'm just, I'm just waiting on the Lord. Mm, are you waiting on the Lord or are you using that as an excuse to be lazy? Because those are different. It's different. Waiting on the Lord is not waiting and just not doing anything. Waiting on the Lord is um, being silent with him and it's being faithful in whatever your calling is, whatever that looks like in your life. It means you're being faithful in the waiting and you are um, doing whatever you need to do. It's it, you're not you're not training to become a good wife. You're training to become a good follower of Jesus. You're training to become somebody who loves Jesus more than anything in the entire world. And once you're training to do that, and you're you're so caught up in how much you love God and how much you want to serve Him better and know Him better, that you're not thinking about a husband. And then poof, he shows up. 
lord can you please make that happen for me because like i think that would be like really cool if you did that <laughs> no i'm just kidding but but usually I, in the stories i've heard it's like that it's like i was so satisfied in who god was to me and i was so satisfied in my time with him that i wasn't even thinking about getting you know having a husband or getting married or meeting somebody and then poof out of nowhere there was this guy and he was godly and he was amazing and he was perfect and now we're married I'm like, oh, wow. So I I would just encourage you and encouragement to myself too, because I'm in this with you guys is like, I just want to be a better follower of Jesus. And I just want to love Jesus more. I want to bear more fruit. Um, I made a fruit wall in my kitchen of, (laughs) which sounds so silly. Like I'm a Sunday school teacher of, cause I want to know what fruit I'm bearing and like when it comes up. So I'm going to write down instances if I, if I feel like, Oh, there, I bared some patience, you know, cause that one's really hard for me and I feel like I never bear patience. So that's something that the Lord is working on in my heart. Um, but anyways, you know, focus on how can I love Jesus more? How can I serve him better? How can I serve his people better? Who can I be praying for? What fruit can I be bearing in this situation? How can I mend these, these relationships? How can I, um, you know, be a better sister, be a better daughter, be a better, like we're wondering on those things. How do I be a better friend? Um, and, and it's not always about like just dwelling and like, Oh, when will I ever get married? When will I ever have a husband? Maybe you never will. And if you live life, like it's okay that I never get married, man, you'll be so much more full of, of Jesus and his goodness and, um, his grace and his faithfulness in our lives. Like when we're so filled up with that, it's hard for me to think about, um, when will I ever get married? When will my prince come? You know? And I, I joke all the time about looking for my Boaz and stuff like that. But the truth is, is in my day-to-day life, I don't really think about my Boaz very much. I think about Jesus and not perfectly. I'm not perfect. Um, but I think about, I think about, yeah, I think about my time with the Lord. I think about, okay, Lord, today I have open hands and today I want to serve you the best of my ability. How can I do that? And usually whatever his answer is, it doesn't really involve like looking for a husband or seeking a husband or thinking about a husband. It usually involves like um, being selfless and uh, sacrificing something that I really like or whatever, you know, it usually following Jesus and, and loving him more and having him speak to me. It's not like, here's your husband. It's, it's not like that at all, actually. Um, but he's so good and loving and kind. And so I know that God sees the desires of my heart. And, um, I know that if they, the desires of my heart line up with the desires of his heart, that I'm going to be okay. And so that's my encouragement to you. Stay single, stay free. Um, that's what Paul said. Like Paul said, like, you just don't do it. Don't go looking for one. <laughs> um, I want to end with this. I, I watched this movie today, which I'm not saying that you should watch this movie by necessarily, but actually I'm not even going to say the name of the movie. I'm just going to read the quote, um, that I saw because, or that I heard, cause I was like, man, this is going to be so good, um, for the podcast, uh, later. So this is what she says. She says, I've been thinking, that the time we have to be single is really the time we have to get good at being alone. But how good at being alone do we really want to be? Isn't there a danger that you'll get so good at being single, so set in your ways that you'll miss out on the chance to be with somebody great? Some people take baby steps to settle down. Some people refuse to settle at all. Sometimes it's not statistics, it's chemistry. And sometimes just because it's over doesn't mean the love ends. The thing about being single is you should cherish it because in a week or a lifetime of being alone, you may only get one moment, one moment when you're not tied up in a relationship with anyone, a parent, a pet, a sibling, a friend, one moment when you can stand on your own, really, truly single, and then it's gone. 
And I just love that quote because I think it's so important and it's so true that I will never be as young and Lord willing as single as I am right now. I won't be, I won't be able to have no commitments, you know, in the sense of like, I don't have a pet. I don't have a boyfriend. I don't have a husband. I don't have kids. I don't have anything tying me down, quote unquote. Like I can just live this life that is recklessly abandoned for the Lord and, and just like open to saying yes to whatever God puts in front of me. And I don't have to ask anybody how they feel about it. Um, except for the Lord. And that is so stinking special. And so anyways, that's my encouragement to you guys is to, um, be grateful for your singleness today and find something like my Fridays, find something that you look forward to in your singleness. For me, I'm going to always look forward to the Fridays. Um, and then one day I'll look forward to Fridays with my husband. Um, but for now, Fridays are my day. And so, yeah, that's all I have today. This is kind of a long episode. I'm sorry. It's 24 minutes. Um, Oh, excuse me. (laughs) That was a hiccup. If you're watching, I'm going to wink at you. If you're not watching, just imagine it. Um, I love you guys so much. Thanks for listening. And um, if you like this episode, if you if there's a quote that stuck out to you or something that you really enjoyed, please share it. Um, tag me on Instagram. Uh, I do have Twitter, but I don't really use it. But you can tag me there too if you want. I don't really know. Or message me on Instagram. Tell me what stuck out to you. Something that you really loved about it. And we will see you later. I'm going to press the funky button again. Ha <laughs> ha